0: We are chatting to William Pofu, who is a motoring journalist, uh, chatting about the state of public transport in South Africa. Now, uh, we know that, you know, there's been so many price hikes when it comes to the petrol price and this has obviously had a knock-on effect on the price of public transport and often the commuters are the ones that suffer the most, um, having to take more than one taxi um, often to get to their destination um, and then you do have things like Ria Vaya or you do have a, a train here up in Johannesburg well in in Gauteng, but the, the prices of this is often extravagant um, so on the line we've got Vu-Yu, uh, our li- our resident a uh, motoring journalist, of course, a madam driving in heels herself. We <laughs> uh, thank you very much for chatting to us this evening.
1: Oh, thank you so much for calling. It. I'm sorry
0: that I couldn't be there in person. You do sound like you're still a little bit under the weather. How are you feeling?
1: No, I'm fine. I'm much, much better. Thank you. <laughs> That's
0: good to hear. Now, let's talk a little bit about public transportation in South Africa. Um, if I am a, a just a, a Joe Soap, um, what are the different options, realistically speaking, that I have um, as, as somebody who's going to work every day? Not
1: many, hey, which is really unfortunate. I think you mentioned a couple of them in your intro just now. Um, taxis, which are privately owned, so, you know, that that um, uh, category of public transport is sort of like it's a bit, you know, shady in, or hazy, rather, yes. um, when we start talking about taxis. Uh, Ubers, which are also privatised. Um, the train, which is, you know, um, also um, semi-government and privatised. Um, you've got buses, which you mentioned earlier as well. And uh, they are simply not enough, I think, um, to cater for the needs of the general public or the general population in South Africa. So you don't really have many options,
0: besides the fact that they're, they're not enough options would you say that they're all accessible and um are you know that they are basically affordable to people um on of our different uh, looking at our different socioeconomic groups
1: yeah i think so i mean like um taxis are not you know that expensive um and they are very accessible you can find a taxi just about anywhere well the, the, the taxi does though, stop
0: just about anywhere too
1: they stop just about everywhere <laughs> to pick up you know, people and to drop people off. We mentioned last week when we spoke about taxes the fact that their roots as well, you know, could be improved to make it more efficient for somebody to have to, you know, to be able to get to that destination without having to catch three different taxis yes. or make it six, you know, on a, on a daily trip. Three going to work and three coming back. It's highly inconvenient. Um, and then, of course, with the buses, I think the buses are also affordable, but once again, you've got the limitation of, you know, where they are and where they're going to drop you off, etc., etc. We don't have, and this is something else um, that we didn't mention before, we don't have pavements in South Africa, I don't know if you've noticed that, we don't have pavements to make it easier for people to walk. You know, we've got bush, we've got gravel, you know, along the side of the road. Mm. And um, that makes it very difficult for anybody to be able to just walk from one place to to the next, um, no matter how motivated they might be, because it's uncomfortable to walk on, you know, the the, the side roads that are, have been catered for pedestrians. And then you find a lot of people actually walking on the road. On the road. When mm. They are not able to walk, you know, alongside the road. So for me, that's one of the biggest things that we could actually improve on, just have pavements.
0: Well, it's very interesting that you mention that, because in the area where I live, they're looking at urban regeneration. One of the things that they did do was put in pavements and also mm. put in uh, like little those those concrete um, almost chairs or, or benches for people to sit mm-hmm. on, um, and mm-hmm. they they've they've made parking spaces so that you can almost have the cars come in where the parking where the benches are, you know. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like people can almost sit and wait there, whether it is if you're looking at uh, you know sharing a car, uh, carpooling to wherever you're going, so that there can be mm-hmm. a group of individuals. Do you think that they, that that you know when it comes to urban planning, more needs to be done in order to incorporate uh, people uh, people living um at, at you know because it's it's almost like they're not a lot of times people don't realize that people live in these areas as well um <laughs> so it's the congestion you know around mm-hmm. um i mean i, I think of some uh, you know like like Midrand, uh where it, it it literally is a nightmare to get anywhere because mm-hmm. it was never taken into consideration that there'd be such a boom um, when it mm-hmm. comes to people moving in so do you think that a lot more needs to be done for urban planning
1: Absolutely. I mean, today we drove, um, a colleague and I drove to an event in, in Southcops in Pretoria, mm. and um, we got lost. And we drove down a road where all there was was one complex after the next. Yeah. It was like, like three kilometers, one complex after the next, and a narrow one-lane road that services, you know, those people. So I was imagining in the morning or in the evening when if people are going to work or coming back, there must be queues of traffic. You know there, so there's a lot more, I think, um, uh, thought given into building up residences, but not enough to um, create roads that are going to make it easier for those residents to get in and out.
0: Do you think that maybe one of the things that can be included is having a bus stop at the entrance to you know, to one like all these very many? hundreds and thousands of complexes that are out there, Mm -hmm. um, to make it easier for people to to travel to work instead of having to get into their cars? Bus
1: stops. So basically, we're back to talking about public transport in terms of a bus service. Yes. Yeah, it would. um, But you see, I think for me, the planning for transport is... It's a humongous job. Mm. Um, And yes, you know, you've got people who are doing that in the Department of Transport, etc. But it's almost as though we need Mm. more options. We need trams. We need trains. You know, we need more than just the HAL train that runs from, you know, Pretoria to the airport and into into the Geobank CBD. We need Mm. more trains and other means of transport so that people are not reliant on just using the road, you know, um, in their cars. Our country is very car-centric. It's yes. not so much about the public you know, um, being able to get to where it is that they're going without having a car. In our country, if you don't have a car, you're basically in a lot of trouble because our, the, the current state of our public transport system or private public transport system um, doesn't really allow you many options. You're not going to be able to get from your studio now and go to another rent, for instance you know, at this hour, if I said come over, you know, for dinner, you wouldn't be able to do
0: that yeah. using public transport. And, and the only way we'd be able to do it is, is take something like an Uber and you'll be you'll be basically paying an arm and a leg for that. Exactly. So that then you're basically outpricing it for the majority of the people of the country. That's right. Now let's talk a little bit about trains. Um, yes, we seem to have a love-hate relationship with trains in this country. Um, if they're not on time, which they <laughs> hardly ever are, then people are burning them because they're not on time. Um, you know, looking at, at at those that sort of dichotomy of of use as well as misuse of of things like trains. Do we think? Do you think that as consumers, they also need a lot of education that needs to be done?
1: Um, I think we'd have to define what education is in that realm. As you said, uh, trains get burned for not being on time. Um, and then once they're burned, they're actually not there at all. Yes. I'm not quite sure what the education around that needs to be. Do not burn the train because you're not going to be able to use it tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what we would need to tell consumers. I um, than the fact that this Don't is something it. that you need. is a tool yeah. for you um, and you can't misuse it.
0: Yeah, I, I think that, that, you know, that a lot of times probably people are so angry that they don't think it through. Um, and, and that is not, you know, not the, the best way to handle any situation. Mm. Um, and I think maybe that's what I'm talking about. We're looking at um, If you're looking at starting at, at school systems already, teaching kids about, you know, the train systems, why it's important, how you're able to move from one place to another. So that there's more also appreciation of the fact that it is there um, rather mm. than just thinking that it has to be there.
1: No, that's very really true. That's 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 quite a good point. I mean, if we then start looking at trains or electric trains, for instance, mm-hmm. or electrification of transport, where we start talking about electric buses, you know, and that kind of stuff, there's always going to be that concern that without that discussion about the respect for public um, um, property, um, it's a bit scary to imagine that somebody might burn a electric, you know, bus. bus. Or the infrastructure around it, yeah. um, and that makes you kind of wonder. Like, like I said, I'm not quite sure what the education needs to be because that's not a normal resolve for normal people to do.
0: Um, if we we've got to take a, a quick ad break. When we come back, I just want to chat about looking at you know at particularly at schools um, and the transportation systems available to to youngsters, um, and and what are the options, and you know as parents what we can look at. But let's first just quickly take a break.
1: Stadium will be the battlefield as SABC Sports brings you the Premier League match of the week between Liverpool and Cardiff City.
0: Cardiff City back on what's become familiar territory, Liverpool back where they belong.
1: The Reds, who've proven to be serious title contenders, face the Bluebirds this Saturday live on SABC3 at 3:30 PM. Football's biggest stage, brought to you by SABC Sport for the love of the game. The world's best football league now available to all. We saved 22% on the cost of this radio ad by recording it on a cell phone with no music, no sound effects, no producer, no fuss. You could also save up to 22% on your life insurance premiums by going direct to One Life. No paperwork, no medicals, and no increase in your premiums for 24 months plus if you get an obligation free quote now before the 9th of December 2018 you stand a chance to win your share of 100,000 rand sms life to 44143 one life changing lives sms rates and t&c's and apply one life is a trusted authorized fsp conversations that you connect with and react to safm
0: Uh, We are in discussion with William Porfu, uh, our our resident motoring journalist, uh, motoring expert, our lady driving in heels, our madam who drives in (laughs) heels. And we're talking about the state of public transport in South Africa. Uh, Just had a discussion with regard to the train system and um, the general frustration around it. Obviously, um, just this week, uh, the president was in Nigel um, and he was looking at a new uh, factory when it comes to to trains and, and looking at infrastructure and how this will help the consumer. Do you think that we need more initiatives like that or do you think that money just needs to be spent in the right way?
1: <laughs> no, we definitely need more um, initiatives like that. I think that's what we were talking about before we went to the ad break, the mm. fact that we need more uh, options when it comes to public transport. So uh, as long as you know we produce... Uh, not just the trains themselves, we also need to lay down the tracks. We need to lay down you know, the routes and yes. all that kind of stuff and make sure that it is accessible at the end of the day or affordable. Um, otherwise it will become an, uh, a white elephant and we don't want that. You don't want people to turn around and say, but you know what, the government is not using the money properly because um, they haven't thought through how they're going to um, make this particular type of transport accessible to them.
0: And that the trains are the right size for the tracks, that would also be you know, a good place to start. Now, an, another thing that is particularly worrying, um, and that's also because of the high mortality rates um, on our country's roads, um, is the transportation of children to schools. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there are other countries where they have designated school buses, uh, where, where children are able to, to, be able to have, use public transport from that perspective to get to school. Mm. Um, in South Africa, we don't really have any of those options, and I, I know when I was going going to school back in the stone ages. Um, (laughs) They did actually, we used to have a school bus um, that uh, used to pick us up. But I don't, I can't um, think of any of those options available for youngsters today.
1: No, you're absolutely right. Um, Now that you mention it, uh, there aren't any um, dedicated school buses for public schools. I've seen a lot Mm. of them for private schools, um, but not um, many for government or any, if at all. And of course we do need that. I think it would be a much Safer option than what parents find themselves having to do now, yes. which is hire an uncle down the road with a taxi, yeah. which is not particularly well looked after or maintained, um, and where the kids are popping up and down and you know hanging out the window, and uh, and there's the fifty themselves. of them
0: in a in a little you know
1: yeah, and they're not in seatbelts, and the driver of that particular transport, uh, you know, is,
0: on the they don't even
1: know if he's got a proper license, if he's got a, <laughs> you know. And they don't follow the road rules. And when we talk about carnage of school kids, that's when you start talking about, um, you know, eight kids dying in an accident Mm. because the driver made a mistake or the tire burst or whatever the case might be. Those are all human things. You know, that's something that can be changed.
0: Now, uh, you've been to uh, quite a few different countries. You've experienced um, public transportation in, in all of them. If you Mm -hmm. had to rate South Africa against the countries that you have been to, how would you rate South Africa? And what are some of the things you think we're doing right? Because we also need to highlight that. And what are the Mm -hmm. things that you think are most important that you red flag that we should look at?
1: Well, definitely we need to expand our options in terms of public transport. So that, for me, is one of the biggest things. Uh, The population continues to grow. Mm -hmm. And the more it grows, you know, it seems that the less or rather the services you know, are not adequate to meet the need of the growing population. So for me, that's a major, you know, red flag. At some point, we're going to become seriously unstuck. In terms of public transport um, overseas, I've not been overseas and had to use a car, you know. Mm. Um, You use buses and and you're able to walk, in some instances, and you use trains and trams, and they're either on land, on the road, or underground. Um, And that, for me, is quite a marvel because it's so easy and affordable to get to just about any place. I would love to see our country get to that type of state. And um, in terms of rating it, I think we're light years behind. A couple of weeks ago, I think we were talking about electrified um, mm. transportation. And with where the overseas countries are in terms of using electric transport, um, we are actually 15 years behind. Wow. 15 years behind where other countries are using um, electric buses for public transport. We still have an issue with how many bus companies there are. And remember, we're not just talking specifically when we talk about buses. We're talking about metropoles. We're not just talking about metropoles. We're talking about being able to travel you know, around the country on public transport. And
0: that's another discussion. In Altogether. Uh, we, I did ask, what are some of the things we are doing right? Is there anything? Well, we've got a lot of safety campaigns.
1: (laughs) A lot of safety campaigns. You know, you highlight those in October. Now, transport Transport ones. And, you know, Christmas. So be prepared. We're going to be bombarded with a lot of those. And uh, around about Easter. And we've got a lot of initiatives and a lot of good ideas. For instance, uh, as we're talking about children, the fact that it is illegal to not not distract your child in the car. Just as much as it is illegal to drive anybody in the car who is not, you know, properly um, buckled up, um, I think that we have a lot of good ideas, but I think we're full short when it comes to implementing those ideas.
0: Now, one of the things I also, you know, that we also worrying about, of course, is the state of our roads because that does play a part in transportation. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that we do we have um, you know world class um, roads in in our country or is it only in certain places in our country? I think in certain
1: places in our country uh, we have got fantastic roads and then of course where they're dilapidated it's, it's really quite shocking. Having said that and having travelled to other uh, countries in Africa, I must say every time I've had to go out of the country, um, when you come back, you just basically want to kneel down and kiss the ground because you've only had one puddle, whereas other places you know, other countries have got more pottles than roads.
0: Road. And I'm not
1: saying that in a bad way you know, towards you know, those particular countries. They've got a lot going for them as well. It's just that we need to make sure that we maintain the infrastructure that
0: we have. So we found something we're doing right. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us this evening. Get better soon and, and see you next week.
1: Absolutely.
0: Thank you so much. And drive safely, everybody. Thank you so much. That's mpofu Pofu uh, driving in hills. Look uh, her up on uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, as well as Facebook. Uh, great motoring journalist bringing us up to date with what the state of public transport is in South Africa.